Okay, guys, so Curtis and Rebecca here. I'm Rebecca. I'm Curtis. <laughs> and we also have Miss Victory with us. And Cuckoo Gaga. Cuckoo Gaga. <laughs> uh, she's sitting in my lap. This is very not official. Like, there's no uh, special podcast mic. We're just having fun. Be- yes, we are. Because we went on our first um, out of the house, away from baby date night and now we are immediately back with our baby because because <laughs> she needs cuddles and food and all the things but we're like let's talk about the black panther so if you are listening to this there are spoilers spoiler alert spoiler alert turn it off turn it off if you have seen the movie but we made it to wakanda and, wakanda forever but we didn't just go to wakanda we went to boston we went to cambridge that was the and, crazy part and of the Atlantis. movie. We went to Atlantis. <laughs> um, Black Atlantis. Black La- No, 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 no. Uh, Mexilantis. No, nope, you're right. That's, that's right. Mexilantis. Um, we are not... Uh, yeah, just cancel us. It's fine. <laughs> we don't care. But, I, okay, so, so many thoughts on the movie. So many silly thoughts. So many, like, wow, that's amazing. Um, I'm just going to go through my list. And Do Curtis it. And I will... Do it. Let me see. I have to open it with the notes app on my phone. I literally was writing things down because I like to just write down thoughts anyway. And if you hear a baby, um, you know what things, it is. I mean, she's looking for my boob because, yes, we are breastfeeding. And um, yeah, she always needs a boob. Always. Anyway. Um, my first thought of the movie, because they just opened it with like no warning that it's time for the movie. It literally went from one preview to the opener. The first thing that I noticed, I'm like, I'm crying. And I wrote, am I already crying? I'm already crying. Because, <laughs> oh my gosh, to experience the grief of Chadwick Boseman passing and for them as actors to experience it and then to retell us what happened in this new world, like gives you permission to, to grieve and in a new Marvel universe sort of way. So whew, that alone. <laughs> yeah. Almost immediately. I, I felt it, it was interesting. I kind of want to think, I don't remember what the first scene was for the, for the original black Panther, but I feel like there was a grieving oh, scene that started the, the, the first black Panther yeah. as well. And so one of the first things I thought when I was watching the movie, as we were watching that initial scene was, Oh wow. I just realized that, both Black Panther movies are focused around this idea of grief. Mm-hmm. In the first one, it was very focused on T'Challa dealing with the grief of losing his um, his father and his the person that he looked up to the most. And in this movie, it was all about Shuri dealing with the loss of T'Challa and dealing and bear. But while they were both dealing with this grief, they've dealt with it in a very different way which i thought was kind of cool and that they brought different perspectives of ways to deal with that kind of a grief um which i thought was interesting victory just squirted in my pants or in her pants nice on top of my pants but i think my pants are clear she's not feeling too great so we're we're watching her and feeding and giving her all the cuddles but yeah um we're going to let you keep working on that victory. Oh, man. Curtis going to... You can keep going. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, Curtis, you're... Oh, he, Daddy is so good. He's taking the baby 
to change her diaper and put her in her PJs. He's the best. Really the best. Um, yeah, the topic of grief. And, like, it's so much at the beginning of the first movie of him, of course, becoming the Black Panther, becoming king, and the decisions he's going to make. And this is very much the same thing for the new Black Panther. But we'll talk about that in a second. So my other thoughts, if I just keep going down my notes, um, uh, as soon as they get into the music, like the hype music, um, I wrote, well, this will be my new workout soundtrack. It'll be great. Um, my next thought was, in capital letters, the fashion, OMG. Everything the queen wears is oh, just a whole... Oh, I, to quote the um, Gen Zers, it's a whole mood. Um, <laughs> it's a mood. To quote a little bit older than Gen Zers, it's a vibe. Um, it, even older on fleek. All of the things, just beautiful clothes. And I love how Shuri has like more of the sporty vibe. I, yes, yes, all the things. Um, let's see. So as they start to reveal the new people group... Uh, we weren't too like, we weren't really sure, you know, what their thing was, but I'm like, oh, if they have the Black Panther, um, powers under the ocean, I'm like, oh, it's not the Black Panther, it's the Black Catfish. It was a really bad joke. I actually wrote that in my notes. Um, yeah, we're just gonna keep going. So we, we didn't know anything about those people yet, we just knew they were under the water. And then let's just talk about, as Curtis is just finishing up the diaper, the conversation between mom and daughter as they talk about remembering King T'Challa, remembering mom's son, remembering Shuri's brother. The whole mom trying to remember him and feeling him and seeing him and saying that he's still there. Um, Shuri comes back at her and says, mom, like this is just a construct of your mind. And I wrote in my notes, construct of your mind equals a lack of faith that Shuri, the way she's dealing with this is, you know, just going into her lab, just almost not dealing with it. She's like, I'm just going to burn the world if I deal with this with my emotions and whatnot. But I wrote lack of faith. I'm just going to put a pin on that and come back to it later is what I was thinking. Then as we keep going in the movie, I see MIT. I'm like, oh, I've been there. I see the little weird uh, white statue thing with all of the numbers in it. Maybe it has the numbers of pi. I've actually never gone into it really up close. You have to like look in the movie to see it in the background, but I'm like, oh, there it is. I used to drive past that on the way to youth ministry every Friday night, every like Wednesday night for worship team. So if y'all don't know, we moved, um, from Boston to California. We did that like five, almost five years ago now. And we were living in Boston, Cambridge area for about 10 years. And that area, that lawn where they're all talking initially about the MIT student is, I would pass by that pretty much all of the time on the way to church. I was like, oh, this is so cool. MIT, Boston, Cambridge, Mass Ave. We've been there. Mass Ave is the name of the street. And then one of the most ridiculous things that they say very soon after, as they are about to go into what would be the chase and fight scene, they're like, come on, we can, uh, we can go across the bridge and then lose them in Boston traffic. And I was like, 
That is ridiculous. That makes no, absolutely no sense. Anyone in the Boston traffic. <laughs> if you get into Boston traffic crossing the Mass Ave Bridge, <laughs> you just hit all of this traffic on Mass Ave where you can't even move. Yeah, you, so, there's no maneuvering. Around there's no maneuvering. Mass Ave traffic. And Boston is a super <laughs> small city. Like if you go through the traffic that's in downtown. That's no more than like two miles yeah. worth. Yeah, of... they, made, they made it into this like huge amount of like real estate. Yeah, and like no, and there's not even any traffic. Nope. They blocked it off in the scene and like weird. But the cool thing is, is that that bridge where they had the big fight scene, like we literally every Friday night after youth ministry, and then other random days throughout the week, if we were at church or different meetings. We would be crossing that bridge Hold to get on. home. That's so like, oh, wow. And then at nighttime, if we were on the train, I always enjoyed um, the the beautiful view of the skyline from Cambridge to Boston, from Boston to Cambridge. And I'm like, oh. There's also a nice little running path I think you've, we've done before. I've done like once or twice before. You running? Yeah. That's over by, isn't that kind of close? That's pretty close to where the... Um, are you talking along the Charles? Yeah, along the Charles. You, Over where the, the little half dome Curtis, thing is. Curtis, you have like run like two times in your life. Exactly! Those, those would be the only two times. Exactly! You're so ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the, the path there is beautiful. And also fireworks over the Charles River is like one of the, my best favorite experiences. And so that scene alone is just me geeking out being like, oh, I miss all my Boston people. And like, it would have been really cool to see this movie with all of our friends from over there and to talk back to the screen together. That's one weird thing about being parents that we went to this movie at a matinee showing where there weren't very many people and there's not the same talk back <laughs> to the screen yeah, sometimes. People were very um, vocal not, in no. their response. It granted, you know, it, because we were so early. Yeah, probably. But anyway, so... I will have to say about that scene, I didn't like the whole being stabbed scene. Like the bad guys getting stabbed and then them just getting back up. I thought that I was just a weird scene and there was no payoff to that like aspect of that scene well we didn't know why at the time at the time at i didn't point. know why but you don't get a why. <laughs> and so i was kind of disappointed with that that's just my nerdy side coming out there but overall i liked the scene i thought it was pretty cool we also got introduced to ironheart um who is the the little little um, the mit student mit the, genius yes, i liked her i like pretty cool and i'm like oh they did like enough intro to her where you're like oh i'm interested in her without like Diving too deep, either. I wish they give her a name, though. Did they give her? <laughs> I mean, I'm maybe sure they, they did, a... but we didn't get it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but we're not good at that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, let's see. I also put a humpback whale in the Charles River. Mind blown. That was <laughs> just really weird to see. Yes, and it was. speaking of Charles River, it is considered like there's lots of songs about it being dirty. Dirty water, and it really is gross looking. I think all the it's cleaner now though, yeah, allegedly. That's what they say. All the leaves and muck in it, and so literally when um, the general fell in the water, I'm like, oh. I wrote down she fell in the Charles. Ew. It's <laughs> <laughs> like oh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, maybe a duck boat will come and save her. I don't know. Um, and then at this point in the movie, I have to say that before the movie came out. If I were, my guess of who the Black Panther was, was Shuri. As, like, my husband had told me, I'm not a huge, like, Marvel comic person, but Curtis had told me that 
in the comics that she becomes the Black Panther. So I'm like, that makes sense. And also it just feels right. I I like, I, yeah, I don't have anything else to <laughs> to go off of. Yep. But she was my guest. But also in all the previews, it looked like a female for sure. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that just makes sense. I, I would be rooting for Shuri for sure. Huh, I'd be surely rooting for Shuri. Sure. Wow. Okay. Um, let's see. And then at one point when the general kind of gets kicked out, I'm like, oh, maybe the general's the Black Panther, I wrote. Uh, and then the queen comes out and again with another outfit, and I wrote the queen's whole closet. Like, ugh, gorgeous. <laughs> and let's see. And let's see. They go down to the underworld, water world, Atlantis. And I wrote, is there a new herb down there? And then a few minutes later, yep. <laughs> there's the herb. I'm like, there's what we need to get the Black Panther. There we go. Uh, I also wrote this this movie has a bit of a TV show feel. Like, Why do you say that? The way that it was moving, I, I'm not saying it was a bad movie at all. I really enjoyed it. But it almost had a little bit of a slow feel. Oh, like, for sure. Like there could have been an episode, like if I were to break up the movie, there could have been an episode just about the funeral. Mm-hmm. And then her... The episode about the MIT session. The MIT, yeah, exactly. Uh, it felt like little yeah. episodes yeah. in a way where... And even a lot of the jokes, they were there. There were there, like they were more little. Yeah, there wasn't very many jokes. There were moments of lightness, I guess, in the grief, mm-hmm. where I think they wanted you to laugh, but they weren't like big, ha ha's. And so, in that way, it kind of felt like a TV show too. Like in a TV show, when you're discovering pieces of the story over time, and whatnot. Yeah. Um. Marvel's really good at just doing the same types of jokes over and over again, unfortunately. Because I'm like, because I'm like the the white guy. I'm like, yes, we get it. He's the colonizer. I know. Like he, he's, they they said it like three times in the movie that at the that at the point when they make the joke at the end of like, oh, a colonizer and shackles. Now I've seen everything. I'm like. Yeah, it's okay, funny, we but it. we get it. He's a, <laughs> he's a white guy, and he's little, and you're poking fun that he's a colonizer. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Marvel's just really good. It's just like in the Thor movie when they had the goat over uh, and over. Yeah, I, I feel like that's much more of a recent phenomenon in the Marvel stuff. Like, I feel like that's happened a lot of times where they'll just take the same joke and just, like... Just beat it into yeah. the ground. Yeah. It's like they're like, oh, they like this. It, it would it would have been actually in in some ways. I actually think it would have been pretty cool if they had not done that at the end because they had like grown a level of respect for the guy or something like that. It like yeah. showed like a evolution Ooh. of the character development, but yeah. they never they just kept the it it it. it, it Degrades that character and makes him as though he's not a worthy character for even in this conversation. Yeah. And kind of keeps him as a just the, always on the hook for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I guess it's fine. And I, I I don't hate it, but I'm like, okay, we get it, we mm-hmm. got it, get it, got it. Colonizer, gotcha. <laughs> got it. At least he can take it, and that's the idea. Um, yes. Oh, I put like, so the reason why it also feels like a, be a good TV show in a way is because we just also love a good, just one hour episode of like, I'd love a whole episode of the funeral and them going through all of that together or or of them introducing the water people. Um, I'm sorry guys. I'm not like a huge Marvel comic person so i'm gonna use the most basic of terms. The water people. Mm -hmm. The Mexilantis. 
Mexilantis. Mexilantis. Mexilantis. Oh boy, native Lantis. I I don't know that whole scene though when they introduced them like as the sirens. I'm like. This is so eerie. This that was really cool. That was actually. a cool thing. That was cool. Oh, like, I liked, I liked ooh, the whole that's the whole that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I I thought that they were going to be leaning more into like that mythology aspect of all of it all because like yeah. they 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 brought in the sirens and I'm like oh are they gonna like like implement that in more and they didn't really but right. that was really fascinating. It they just, did a good intro to the people that wasn't like super long but they gave you enough to be curious as a nerd. I was a little disappointed that they didn't establish their powers a little better. I always appreciate when they establish <laughs> what the world they're doing, <laughs> as opposed to just saying that they can do it. But if they do that, Curtis, then they don't have the license to do whatever they want. I, I know. <laughs> that's the problem. I know. And they know that. And that's the reality. That's they know that that's the reality. <laughs> yeah. And so I, they, they just say that they can do things, and they don't explain how they can do things. And as a nerd who likes superheroes and stuff... Part of the reason I enjoy superheroes is when they explain the reasons why they can do the things they can do. Yeah. Creating the science in this fictional world is actually part of what makes it really cool, in my mind at least. And it, Well, it makes it it's cool, but also it's one of those things where when there are moments where like how they do that, you don't just go, Well, that's convenient that, yeah, that they can do that. There's, yeah. There's a truth to that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like, oh, wow, they have that power. It's like, I'm just going to harp on the Thor movie again. When towards the end of that movie, when all of a sudden you see that <laughs> Thor can pass on his powers to the to children. Ha- yes. <laughs> and I was like, well, that would have been handy many times. There was oh, so many moments like- where this would have been a great little tool to have. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exact- that's exactly how I feel about it. And I have no problems with people having new abilities and powers. I just like it when they establish why they have them or like the source of those powers. And I feel like Marvel lately has just moved away from that. They've been a little lazy. They've been a they're bit like, lazy. We know you're getting you in the movie theater. So mm-hmm. we're going to make it convenient for the story that we want to tell. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. And I don't think they were terrible with this movie, but I was a little fuzzy on the blue avatar water. <laughs> the blue avatar Water people. people's powers were. And like how... Namor's character was different. was different from the rest from of the them. Rest. Yeah, I thought that. I like. Wait, so did she have a human? Has it was it was a lot. Where I'm like, okay, I'm just watching it and taking it in at that point. Um, speaking of that, so the Namor, I thought that was really, oh, that was really powerful of like the him being not loved and calling and renaming himself as well so i wrote this down so all of the theology people you can tune your ears in if you don't love jesus it's fine just follow along um but in the bible uh let me actually go back so i wrote namor he was cast down into the earth like underneath the surface like down into the water basically and then he wanted to burn the world like that's his goal um, and then he was tempting Shuri to burn it with him, and he promised her power uh, that they would basically rule together to do so. Um, and so he's offering her this instead of her her mother basically saying that you need to have faith and not just do things on your own. I wrote, that's some Satan stuff there. That I, It made me think of Satan tempting Jesus of like, hey, you know what? Um, we You could have... 
everything, <laughs> basically. You could have all the power, whatnot. And did he actually have the authority to give it or whatnot? That you know, I'm not going to go there. That's too much. But whatever. <laughs> but, the, but the point is... Um, he offered her something and she's already battling all this in her mind. That's one thing I loved about the movie in general. Mm. It's very much a battle for her mind and for her heart of how she, what she wanted to do with her grief. And it just reminded me of Satan in a way of just offering her this, this power where she could do something on her own or she could have faith in something new that she didn't quite understand, really. Mm. And then I... Interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting because that, uh, of course, you went to scripture and being able to pull that out of that. But the interesting thing for me, what I was thinking of it through was how he looked and appeared. I don't know why this was where I went, but it is part of where I went. He had the wings on his feet. So that was very symbolic of Greek mythology of Hermes. Oh, Um, yeah who is the messenger, which is interesting that to your stuff, yeah. because and I, I definitely thought that there was going to be some kind of connection between myth, mythology, because with the sirens, with him, with his little wings, his wings on his feet, feet yeah. I was like, there was clearly like some lineup with like Greek mythology, Greek and, uh, uh, mythology for sure. And then they just decided... I don't know. It just felt like they didn't really want to go that direction, but they... They're like, that's too much. We need to just keep moving. <laughs> I guess. But they it, they made it very clear that there was something there. I mean, at least in my mind, as I was watching they it, I made, thought that to myself. They made it clear that there's some... T- or They didn't make it clear, but they hinted that there's more to the story with all those murals and whatnot. They they pointed to them a lot without fully explaining all of them. Yeah. So I'm like, huh. So I wonder what there nerdy might be stuff is there. More to all of that. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting too. So he's the messenger, and if I go back to like a biblical thing, it makes me think of like Satan being cast out of mm-hmm. heaven as well. Yep. Down into the into the earth and. Him not being loved either. Like, ooh. ooh I, like, I was like, ooh, yeah. there's just some interesting connections there. And then if we bring the Jesus stuff back in. So Shuri, who's going through all of this grief of her brother, basically her family dying. She goes down into the earth where he is only to come up and rise again. I'm like, that's some Jesus stuff there. Mm. That she, and to go deeper into it, I wrote down later that she really has to make a decision between the light at the surface, the darkness. I wrote, the Black Panther has to be Shuri at this point. And I oh, wrote, yeah. and I call, oh, yeah. I'm one of those people that I'm like looking for these things. But I'm like, oh, she can use the bracelet to make the new heart-shaped herb. <laughs> because he said, oh, it's made from the herbs. The, the... As soon as he said <laughs> that, it's like, oh, You're like, okay. oh, we, we figured out this plot. We're so smart. Mm-hmm. But then with that, I think it's really interesting that they could not find the power of the Black Panther anywhere else on the earth. It was only in Wakanda. Um, and then after there was a death and she goes what down. What do you mean by that? Well, that they didn't have the heart-shaped herb anymore. It had died. They The guy burned it. Oh, from... From, from the first uh, movie. Um, Killmonger. Yeah, so Killmonger literally kills this source of life and of power. He burns it. And then... Shuri goes down under the surface of the earth 
And within that finds new life. I'm like, hello, Jesus. (laughs) And brings the new life back Mm -hmm. to the surface. I'm like, Mm -hmm. ooh. I said, she can use the bracelet to make the heart-shaped herb new creation resurrected out of the depths. Yep, 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 gotcha. OMG. I'm like... I can just find Jesus and everything. But you can. I just like, but a lot <laughs> I love of the, it though. That's great. In a lot of the Marvel movies, I I feel like totally. you see things like that. Yeah. My other favorite one, just as a side note, is um in oh you're gonna have to help me with the movie name. Tell me what's your has vision in it. WandaVision. It's not WandaVision, it's uh, one of the earlier Civil ones. War. Um it no it's the one where they have the giant rock that falls from the sky, and Vision comes. Oh, Vision! It's a, or not Civil War? That's sorry. That's that's um, um. Oh my gosh! It's a. Uh, um... And when Vision is first created, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was a Jesus scene for sure. Yeah, and all of a sudden Vision go. They ask like, "What his name is?" And he says, "I am." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. yeah, that was a very... very... I was like, hello, I just stole that out of scripture. Anyway, so moving on, because that's a side note for another day. But... Uh, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, there you go. So, back to the fashion. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was funny how they kept bringing back the ugly suit with the girl. Like They kind of like poked yeah. fun at it, but it was more of an afterthought. But once they gave the suit a name, like this is for the Midnight Angels, I wrote, love the girl gang that is forming. I, I also <laughs> found it funny because Rebecca would always be like, oh, I love that outfit after the scene was with the outfit. I'm like, I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to the outfit. You got to tell me sooner. There was the purple <laughs> dress on the queen. There was the red dress on the queen. I don't oh. look at their clothes. All the women, I'm like, they, they dressed them well. The costuming, yes. Uh, but it, it Curtis pointed out the Lupita's outfit towards the end that she had her own kind of suit, too. He's like, that kind of takes away from Shuri's suit. I'm like, no, because what they're doing is what every smart TV show movie does nowadays, that it's not just based on the one character. I understand that. But, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish my thought. Okay, fine, but ahead. they're establishing an ensemble cast. And, I get and it that. and it's of this girl gang that, that that needs each other to fight together cuz you have the Ironheart girl who's the scientist. She has her own little iron suit. Yeah. You have the Black Panther, you have Lupita's character Nakia, and then you have the general with the Midnight Angels that she's recruiting. I'm like, "Ooh, look at all these girls all suited up." I get that. And I'm all in on that. I just felt like it took away, it, it, it made her being the Black Panther not stick out. Like, as something unique and different from what everyone else had. Because everyone else pretty much were leveled up superheroes too at that moment. And it was like, I, I wish that they had given at least a moment in which she could just be Black Panther and be the one mm. that was leading the team and was the clear present number one which who which is what she should be that that's like a real marvel moment thing to do so i get it i guess I to, like- to i guess to play devil's advocate a little bit i think i lost the thought but we already know what the black panther's powers are they didn't True. they didn't add well do we <laughs> we do well they they said it or they established it in the first movie 
that they're fast, that the super strength, super strength, all of that, yada yada yada. They move like a cat, and her suit has special stuff that she's already put into it that they go in detail to describe. So, I I I was okay with it in a way because the movie was already long at that point. And I get you that. I get that. And. I had another thought, but it disappeared, so it's fine. Keep it moving. But I love the girl gang that is forming. Um, well, oh no, here was my thought. It's that with her as the Black Panther, it's almost like she she did it because she felt that she had to to save her people, and it was almost like we needed to keep it moving to save her people. But I don't think she's fully fully accepted her role as black panther in a way like she has but in a different but in a different way than everybody else it's almost more out of out Out of of need obligation yeah and being the only one left and so i think it's a little bit more of who what that means for her will be established in the next movie Ooh, i just had a thought that they have a very um (laughs) I mean, obviously, they have a very uh, monarchical society controlled by, you know, these this one family of elites who are the, the Black Panther elites. And it's interesting because they keep passing it down amongst that family, but they haven't, like, the only person that... And they've only passed it to people within the that family, mm-hmm. but nobody else has ever gotten... The Black Panther, even though it now it's they have flowers of it, and it, but it's and even when she took it later on, she took it and they had extra, but they didn't give it to anybody else. Well, in the first movie too, remember, could somebody else receive the power of the Black Panther if they See, became king? I don't know. I don't know. Because what's his face, Killmonger? When he defeated T'Challa in the challenge, they gave him yeah. the power of the Black Panther. Yeah. Although, actually, he's still part of that family. He's too. part of the family. That's what I'm saying. But, who knows? But, like, with, can M'Baku get the powers? Well, doesn't he in the comics, he said at one point? Or you don't? There is in the, in the comics, he does. But, he, I mean, and now we're going a little farther, but, like, at the end, when he becomes king, or at least says he wants to become king, uh-huh. does that mean that he becomes a Black Panther, too? It seems like, no. It feels like there's a Black Panther and that there's a king, Is was my impression, based off the end of the movie. Okay, but so we'll, there's a Black Panther and there's a king. But, what, but often, the Black Panther was the king. Yeah, well, that's what was established before. Okay, gotcha. Okay, continue, sorry. But, let's see. Uh, where were we? Midnight Angels. Okay, so at one point, I said this movie is long. I miss my baby. That's <laughs> what I wrote down. I'm like, oh my gosh, we've been without her, and I hope she's okay, and she was fine. Um, this was interesting, too. So, Namor, the... I, I don't want to call him the bad guy, but he was, the, he was the main villain of the yeah. movie. I like, what is his hold on these people? And that's where we were kind of obscure. I'm like, is he a god? Is he, what's his thing? Because when he was with the girl who got shot um, towards the beginning-ish of the movie, um, when he had Shuri and the scientist prisoner, and Nakia saves them, when he shoots, um, when the girl gets shot and she's dying and she says, Namora, can you save me? He just kind of hovers over her and you think that he has a say in it or whatnot. I was like, huh, 
Like, is does he have a certain hold over these people? I don't know. We don't have to go too deep into that, but it's unclear. But it was interesting. It, yeah. Once again, that's just, that's where you start to see like not very well established understanding of what their abilities yeah. are and stuff like that. And I also wrote that too because I thought, well, if we look at the dynamics of this movie, we have the Wakandans, and we have um, the blue people. Oh, they have a name, the Talakan. I don't know. Um, they're fighting each other. I'm like, okay, we can't have two ethnic minority groups <laughs> fighting each other and it ending poorly. Like this, there there has to be a way that this ends differently than the other movies. Okay. So also, this was towards the end of the movie when you see Wakanda again. I wrote, can we have a mini Wakanda at Disneyland? That would be great. <laughs> I would love it. Um Towards the end, when they give her the car uh, that that Shuri says she fished all of the parts out of the river, I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, please, you didn't fish all those parts out. You have an AI that did it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh, rich people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, I did it for you. Yeah, like, okay. we all know you didn't. But also, <laughs> she... She's like, we're going to send it back to Boston for you before you get back. I'm like, girl, you can't drive that car around Boston. The salt is going to ruin Destroy it. Destroy that thing. Like, you never see cars that look that nice in Boston never. ever. Never. Anyway. Well, you might uh, occasionally in the summer. In the summer for like, you, for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And still, no. Um, also, it, when they go back to the underworld, the water world, and you notice how they... They paused in front of that mural mm-hmm. for like half a second. I'm like, what's the significance of that? So I need all the nerds to, to let us know. Yes, what what what? There has to be some kind of significance behind those murals. Yeah, and then Shuri giving up the throne, but still being the Black Panther and going to Haiti. I was like, wow, she's giving up the throne and she's going somewhere else. I'm like, that's a real Prince Harry generation move of being royal and mm. giving it up. I didn't mind it at all, even though I tease. I'm like, that's, that's okay. I like it. It's, it's fine. Um, and Umbako becoming king. I'm like, oh, that's interesting, too. You know what I was just thinking about was the Iron, Iron Girl person, uh-huh. Iron Man Girl. Like what was she, what was what kind of like racket was she doing at MIT? <laughs> what kind of racket? Yeah. What do you mean like, racket? Like she made it like into like it, it was very clear that she was like doing something like illegal or at least like questionable at best. Like at MIT with like people giving her money and stuff like that. Oh yeah, like, and how was... like they all just found out about her stuff, but she didn't even know about it. Yeah, and we they didn't clear that up of like all those professors are gone now yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of weird. The other thing I was thought was interesting is that they didn't really, they they did. I don't I don't even understand why they had the white colonizer and his wife in the movie at all. Oh, well, probably to set up for the next movie in some way. Because Maybe. she's... they were not part of any of the Yeah, because story. they never... That's so true that you thought... I thought they were going to get into it, especially when they freed him. I was like, oh, well, maybe he's going to go with them and fight with them. He didn't even fight with them. Like, he was not in anything. So maybe the U.S. Yeah, I thought maybe the U.S. government would show up in one of the battles... And they never do. That's such a good point. It just was a weird, like, why did they bring them into this whole story at all? Like, it was like a non... 
a, Necess- a really fight part. A really weird way to for the Wakandans to figure out some intel. Yeah, it just was I hope weird. that I hope that wasn't the only reason because that's kind of lame. The then. only time that they were used was in that moment where they were being chased away. Hopefully, it's a setup for another next movie, movie of some sort. I guess, they didn't feel like it was much of a setup. Like most most. Marvel movies, they obviously create a lot of things around setting up for future movies. It didn't feel like this was setting up for anything. Wouldn't you agree? It just felt like it was yeah. like a very independent movie. I mean, not maybe not independent it, of the it, other Black Panther It barely movie. moves some parts of the story along, so yeah. I don't know. It didn't really feel like it picked up any of the story that was from any of the other movies along, mm-hmm. and it just really was very self-contained i felt which i actually appreciated it and it was part of the reason that i appreciated it so you got any other notes that you wanted to add um yeah i wrote you know i think it was towards the end we didn't know the the ending ending yet uh it was more in response to shuri oh baby to being um in haiti with nakia and her, like, being at the bonfire and, like, really reflecting on her brother. I wrote, she's just getting started. And I I like that she's a Christian, too. Like, I've seen her in the in the Bible app before. I wrote, a God girl leading a girl gang in a Marvel movie. God is at work here. It's just really cool. Um, I like the, the female, like, ensemble of the whole movie. And them working together, you made such a good point. Uh, Shuri could have easily become a villain if they wanted to. I don't think they would for the Black Panther. But you made the point, I'll let you make it, about WandaVision. And... So one of the things that I was recognizing was that there was a lot of parallels to the story of WandaVision. They both go through some immense grief. They lost people that they love and they cherish. And both of them deal with that in a very negative way, or at least a, a self-destructive way to, uh, to an extent, at least. But they, um, the difference was that Shuri didn't let that self-destruction bring it to being destructive to others. And it was interesting to me, the, one of the things that made it very unique in the fact that Shuri did not do that was because she was in a community. I saw, the, uh, if you notice, with the WandaVision, when she went through her turmoil and her strife, she went into isolation. And when she went into isolation, she didn't have a community around her um, to support her, build her back up, and to help keep her on the right track. Whereas Shuri, she didn't do that. She stayed plugged in the community, even when she was struggling, even when she was going through the hard time, even when she was going through her pain and agony, she still stayed connected into the community that that she had been a part of all of those years. And because she was part of that community, I, I believe at least, that was what enabled her to be able to um, conquer her own um, self-hatred, self destruction that she was heading towards and go to a better path. Uh, which I thought was really, really, really cool, um, especially when you look at it and compare it to the to to the Wandavision movie. Totes agree. I need a great observation. I'm eating popcorn now because we got a refill on the way out. So good, so yummy. Anything else you want to add? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
the the ending ending oh <gasps> yes let's talk about that let's talk about the after credit scene here oh actually one more thing i wrote wow that it, in relation to her not taking up becoming queen necessarily she wrote, I wrote, wow, she saved the people but did not resume kingship or queenship royalty as the people expected. Because they're all like, yay, Sherry, the Black Panther. Um, that's some messiah energy there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, but the story isn't over either that even though she was, she had resurrected things, she had prepped the people to, to be saved, that she went back into... Yeah a different well, life think of it that her brother kind of did the same thing if you remember at least originally he was trying to not be the king he was very re reluctant on taking that kingship mm -hmm. role um yeah and i feel like it, i felt like yeah. there was a parallel to that as well and a, like an ode to him on that aspect as well but i think that there was also some uniqueness in the way that she did in hers of like yeah. no i i'm not even like his he he took it up the the nobility and the responsibility and she is like nope that's not what i came here to do i literally came here to save mm -hmm. the people and, and build cool tech well i just thought it was cool in terms of the theology piece with yeah. jesus um, i got you um that the jews expected him to come be savior or that they're waiting for a king um to end oppression to like really take over be on the throne and while he has every right to that, that wasn't the mission for him. He saved them, but the story isn't over yet, which I just think is super powerful. Um, and with that, too, with some of the decisions that she made, um, and so it was cool seeing you and I were talking about this, how that end, that end credit scene, I was just gasping. Of like what? Mm. How old is that boy? He's six years old, and it's been six years. Oh my goodness! As soon as I saw the big the kid, oh. I knew immediately. The second I saw the kid, I'm like, oh, that's T'Challa's son. There's no question in my mind. This is T'Challa's son right here. I knew it the moment I saw the kid. I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. I still have no words for that. No words. Um, I have words. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm still living in the shock of it. I my my I had two major thoughts. I like it and I don't like it. My my reason I like or the reason I don't like it. Let me say why I don't like it. And you can reflect on that. Um, the reason I didn't like it was because I just hate the idea and the premise of his of of T'Challa abandoning his son. Um, while I understand the reason he did it, I just I I just it, it makes me sad. It makes me sad to see another black man um, not taking care of his son, or at least not raising his son. And I know that that's, it, it, while I understand that it is emblematic of our society today, uh, it, it still makes me, it, may, it, it makes me sad to see that just because I don't, I, I, I wish that, I wish either that they didn't make that into a thing or that it wasn't, I don't know. It, I just wasn't very happy about the fact that he just abandoned him and left him in Haiti. Uh, I don't. I, I feel like that's too much to assume that he abandoned him. There was not enough context and story given to make that assumption. 
because it they, they did establish what do you mean, though? how 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 could it have, because they mom met him because mom met him the kid understood exactly who he was and I felt like it, my memory might not be perfect on this but that they established that he had met and he had set them up there yeah and so we don't know like how often he was going back and forth true. we don't know yeah, true. if because he was he definitely. If in his illness, he set them up there. And he said for them to not come to his funeral purposefully. So yes. he was the one that told him not to come. Yeah, so it sounds like he had a relationship with her and his son. But they didn't go to the extent of it. They just gave us enough information to make us feel okay with the situation. Because they mentioned yeah. that mom had met him and that he you. said not to come to the funeral. That was my first, that was my, 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 my gut initial negative reaction. My positive reaction, though, was... That I love, I felt like it was very like emblematic of the African culture, very much like, hey, doing what's best for your family, taking care of your family, doing whatever is necessary for your family to succeed. And I felt like that was exactly what um, they did in that situation to get them away. And it clearly was the right decision <laughs> yeah. for them to do this uh, and getting them away so that they could be able to be raised in a, a, at least a semblance of, of peace um, in Haiti. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, to your point, as far as how it could be, of you had mentioned it. I I don't think that they implied that he abandoned them, but with that, it is sad to see, like, just mom raising son alone of like the yeah. women having to do this, seemingly alone. They're yeah. just among a community of women again with the lack of men. I'm like, it's a. It's that a part, sad yeah. nod to a, to, to a reality and culture. But at the same time, I feel like it challenges culture a bit because if you just think on the last, the storyline of the last movies going into this one, we just have seen, if you go, if you just go back to T'Challa, no, not even to T'Challa, his, his own father just having this terrible relationship with his own brother mm -hmm. to the point that he kills him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are we doing here? Of that yeah. there's a pride aspect within this family of the men killing each other. And then you go into T'Challa trying to make a different decision, but due to his own pride, Killmonger kills himself. You guys can go deeper into that and be mad at me for that statement. But I'm like, he literally kills himself and it takes away the... When he kills himself in the movie, it takes away the possibility for redemption. Um, so we don't really see that happen. We just see men dying mm -hmm. <laughs> among a POC community. And finally, with Shuri, who I think is interesting with having the Wakandans facing the water people. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know their names. I'm like, oh, to the see to see in another. Uh, to see these two ethnic groups like making, having being at war with each other, I'm like, I really hope it doesn't end with her being a villain and just outright killing him, even though he deserves it. You see her breaking kind of this generational curse yep. of just killing each other and offering compassion instead. And that has risks to it. Like, you could have said that she could have killed him and she would have been justified for sure. But I think it's interesting that as the first female Black Panther, that she has done something where she not only saved her own people, but she offered 
salvation for their people as well, which we don't know how that will turn out with the dynamics, but she, she broke a cycle, which I think yeah. is really interesting Agreed. to pass on to her now nephew and generations to come. Yeah. When they fight the white man. <laughs> when they fight the white man. Well, when, I mean, it's... when they fight the surface people that are all trying to steal their vibranium. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So those were all my notes, thoughts, and whatnot. There's probably plenty of reasons to cancel me, but I don't care. Yeah. But the only other thing I had my thought was around, like, I felt as though the a lot of the things they're saying in the movie is very much the American, um, 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 like, like what, what's the word for it? American essentialism or like the, the, the superior superiority, like, mm, like, yeah, they've really hinted at that a lot. Like a lot. Well, 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 but it was interesting because it almost felt like Wakanda was doing it more mm. often than not was it was like Wakanda was the American, like, superiority like they had that like hey we are the best yeah we have the best of this we have the best of that we don't want you touching our resources this and is with- all ours and it's just a very and i'm not saying necessarily mm-hmm. but it's just an interesting thing thought pro- thought process as well no is that, it like, totally is they've they've a lot of ways they kind of made wakanda it. as like their version of america in a lot of ways yeah and it's just a very very interesting to see that but it's a flip on the script and where we go into Marvel with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's them deciding, it's a lot of them deciding how do we do right by the power we've been given. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. And it's been really cool, I think, to see both T'Challa and then Shuri on a much more high pressure, deeper scale in the midst of her grief to try to make those decisions. In you that. don't feel like T'Challa had a lot of that? You know, I mean, just think about back to Civil War. Remember at the very end of that movie, he say he he didn't kill um, the guy that killed his his father. Remember that was a really like poignant moment. I'm not saying that he didn't have it, but yeah. I'm saying that Shuri's took us to a deeper <gasps> level of it. Whoa, Rebecca! What if they all are having the exact same moment? What if every Black Panther goes... What if it's just like Spider-Man, where everyone has that great power, great responsibility moment? Every Black Panther has this moment where they are confronted by their previous, like, um, mentor slash person... And they they're they're confronted by the person that's going to that 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 killed their person, and then they sat they don't kill him. What if that's what happens? Listen, I think that's a cool thought. At the same time, I cannot have another Black Panther. Like like we need to just stick with Shuri for a little while. I agree because I I can't take this grief in every single Black Panther movie. But, it but, will literally kill us. But <laughs> but 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 think about it though. There's like a clear like storyline comparison that you can pull out of this mm-hmm. because he totally had the moment he had the exact same moment she had or very similar moment that she had in this movie in the civil war where where she could have where he could have killed he also could have that, killed killmonger too that that white dude <laughs> i don't remember what his name is but he's that uh, white dude i'm talking about the white dude in civil yeah, war yeah and that was the guy that killed oh, his bucky. dad no not bucky not bucky killed him uh. No, it wasn't Bucky. It was the oh, that's right. Not the the German dude. I don't remember what his name was, but you remember who I'm talking about at the very end. He was about to kill him, 
Listen, if it wasn't in one of the Black Panther movies, it's, <laughs> it's very fuzzy. Like, the Black Panther movies are... I know there's only two now, but they're on a different playing field. Than I the understand. Other, I understand. The other Marvel movies. But you've been... Well, Civil War was one of the greatest Civil movies, in oh, my opinion. That was a really fun movie. I remember mm-hmm. the feel of it, of it being like this espionage sort of yeah. thing. But I don't remember the details of oh, it. Okay. No. Well, at the very end, he was about to. He, the whole movie, he was chasing after this guy, um, Zemo. Uh, That's who it was. It was Zemo, Baron Zemo. I kind of vaguely remember. And the whole movie, he's trying to kill well, this guy. Black Panther is not like the main character in the movie, so I don't remember it that well. But of okay. course, I understand. But I, I'm just telling. I'm. There's a lot to this. So it's, anyway, sorry, me nerding out a little bit there. I I, I like the comparison and the parallels between the two. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've gone long enough though. Yep. So. Well, that's all that Curtis has to say about Black Panther 2. And Ray Rebecca, any last moment, word, moment words? I liked it. Looking forward to Ooh, give us a rank. One out of ten. One being the lowest, ten being the best. Mm, I don't like these things. Because <laughs> I, I might wake up tomorrow and think differently. Well, then what is it right now? I would say, oh, it's hard because the, okay, so let me say this, that the original Black Panther movie, I'd give it a 10. I just love the feel of it. This one, I'm going to give it a 9.5 because it was long and I missed my baby. (laughs) It was different. It didn't have the same, like, pop, when I say pop, I mean, like, Black Panther, the first one, like, popped off the screen for me of, like, wow. Sure. To see Wakanda for the first time. To for see sure. the ceremony scene for sure. of him becoming you king. And you had no expectations either. Yeah. I think that was part of what made it so and, good. And this one, like, we already understand the context of Wakanda. And you're just taking us through the character's grief in such a way that it's kind of unexpected, too. But I'm like, I could have... You know what? The 9.5 is A, I miss my baby. And the 0.5 is also their lightness or use of jokes was a little weak to me. But otherwise, the movie is a really beautiful, um, a beautiful piece, I think. So. Yeah, so since since Rebecca did this, I'll do the same way. I gave both this one and the second one, both, both, the, uh, both Black Panther and Black Panther 2, both an 8. I felt like they were just amazing movies, um, top-notch uh, Marvel movies. Uh, I, I don't feel like either of them were better or worse than the, than the other. I thought they were both solid, really well-made movies on both ends, and I would definitely watch it again. I and and tens are very hard for me to give to anything. <laughs> like you have to be like unbelievable just type love, of a movie. I, love I just the first one so much of like it was fun. I I love the banter between yeah all no the characters. I and, I I yeah. felt and I felt like there was a better synergy in the first one. I will give you that between the different characters. I felt like there was also like I loved the synergy between Chadwick Boseman and Shuri's character and the general and the yeah. general. It just there was a natural like like playful banter that I I appreciated. Um, I didn't you don't feel 
any of that at this any point. This one is interesting, though, because you feel the disunity to a sense. And so I give them that credit yeah. of, like, and not in a bad way, guys, but in that they're all dealing with their grief in different ways. That would have been... Through. Now, if if I were to have said one thing that I would have liked to have seen, I wouldn't have minded seeing different people dealing with their grief in different ways. I thought that that would have been a little cool to see more than just seeing Shuri dealing with her grief. But, but you do. You have the queen and how she's dealt with it while having... You get the Shuri the most because we got to move the story along. There's so much in this movie. Yeah. But it would have been cool, like, for example, what I'm saying is, like, for example, I could have sought M'Baku being the kind of person that would have just lashed out very physical, responsive to his sorrow. Uh, and, like, the first moment he had a chance to attack, he was all in there. And, like, that would have been really cool to have, like, just had him just, like, be very, like, like, like reactionary kind of a person. Um, or, I don't know. I'm not... I don't know. Whoever the first person to attack, he was just automatically just, like, going and thrashing. Like, just because he was so angry and stuff like that. Because he was dealing with anger. This is why this needed to be a TV show. I'm I agree. it's a movie, but I... I agree. See I could see it. But, yeah, that, that, that was just my thought process. I was just like, I wish that they had a little bit more of, like... Now, I, I say all of that with the reality that there was just way too long of a movie. And they could have easily taken out all of the white people stuff from the movie altogether and it would have been perfectly fine the, without no, any... Here's our review. Take the white people out of the movie. It was not needed! <laughs> they added nothing! Like, it, they didn't need the white people. Like, just take the white people out. Like, just just <laughs> take them out. And for saying take the white people out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But it was true. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I just... It didn't need the white people in it. It really didn't. Like, it didn't add anything to it. Like... If you're going to do it, like, just make it with the black people and the Mexicans. It was fine. That's fine with my, in my mind. Like, you didn't need to have the, I, my opinion. Yep. And it just added too much extra runtime, in my opinion, too. Yeah. Anyways, we are done. Peace, love, and chicken grease. And baby drools on Curtis's chest. Yes. 